thank you. Just before you take your seats, it's so good to be uh, in church today. And uh, we just want to say as well, we're in all of our campuses today. Our Derby campus can't have their venue, so they're either watching online or uh, visiting other campuses. But we want to welcome anyone that's new in any of our campuses, Stocksbridge, Rotherham, Sheffield, uh, Chesterfield. Have I missed any? No, that's our physical campuses or online. If you're joining Icon Church for the first time or in the room physically, we want to give you a huge welcome. So come on, church. So good to be together. And you can take, you can take your seats. So I was with Stocksbridge just a couple of weeks ago, and I love that. And I'm really looking forward to getting around over the next couple of months all the campuses in Icon Church and... Um, I know uh, Jeannie went to Derby a few weeks ago, and I'll be a letdown after Jeannie. Apparently, she did so great in Derby. So I'm looking forward to being in Rotherham, in Sheffield, and in Derby, and, uh, and bringing God's word. And also, I just want to say, just in, um, we did an update on uh, the Kashalin and the Ukraine situation. And, uh, I, you know, help is going to be needed for a long time, I think, and I uh, just want to encourage you to be a part of that, but also want to say, when it comes to our vision offering in the autumn, October time, we're going to take part of that vision offering as well and sow into whatever the need is in that moment, because I think there will be a need that goes on for many months, so I want to do that. Well, I'm excited today. I've been doing a series seems for a long time about the future of everything, but if you're talking about everything, I guess it will take a long time, um, talking about the future of everything. And I want to uh, start a mini-series within a big series today, because I want to talk about the future of wisdom, the future of wisdom. I'm going to do three talks around wisdom, and um, you know, people have been asking me so many questions, really, um, in this moment. They've been saying to me, Paul, how do I parent my kids? In this moment, the world seems to have changed so much. The ideas around seem uh, to have changed. How do I parent my kids? How do I keep them safe in a world uh, as the way it is? Uh, people are saying, all of us are saying, how do we handle our finances in this moment? You know, we need, uh, you know we've never known a world maybe like this. For many of us, it's our first time to see things as the way they are. Well, we need wisdom. And today I want to talk about searching for wisdom, and then I want to talk about wisdom in two specific areas, and uh, areas that we're all challenged with, I think, in this moment. So I'd like to start by reading the book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verses 1 to 6, and the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. It's a book that's jam-packed. There's wisdom all over the Bible, but the book of Proverbs is absolutely packed with wisdom. And I'm going to ask you later on, I'm going to encourage you. It's got 31 chapters. That's a chapter a day. I'm going to encourage you, read a chapter of Proverbs a day, particularly in this season. So let me read these six verses from chapter two. It says, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you. This is Solomon talking to his son, but it's the Holy Spirit and God the Father talking to us. If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as if you were looking for silver, and search for it as if you were searching for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord 
and you will find, you will find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. Anybody glad that the Lord gives wisdom? Oh, wow. When you don't know what to do, God knows what to do. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. I love that. You know, when I, when I think about wise people, or when we think about wise people, we think of people like Yoda, don't we? <laughs> In Star Wars, you know. If they're wise, they're probably old and gray. They've got a walking stick. They talk backwards. Uh, maybe... <laughs> Uh, maybe they talk in riddles. They, f- they forget things, but they're still wise. Um, we think of that. But my question this morning is, what if anyone could become wise? No matter who you are, no matter your age, what if wisdom was available to all of us? You see, the good news is this morning that most of us have come really close to being really wise. You say, Paul, I don't think I have. But most of us have come really close to really wise. And here's how I know that. Because you, like me, at times have thought about things in your life. Things have happened in your life. Maybe you've not said it aloud, but you've thought to yourself, I should have seen this coming. Anybody? I should have seen this coming. That's how I know that you've been super close to wisdom. Because when you look back and you join the dots together and you think about what, what, you know, the journey that you've taken in a particular area of your life, you can look at that journey and you can say, I should have seen this coming. You had the wisdom in that moment. Now, here's something you've probably definitely said out loud as well. And this, again, proves that you and I have been super close to wisdom. Something you've said about something somebody else and this is how we know we can find wisdom today and we're closer to wisdom than we think because we all know what other people should do right we all know that and you've said this you should have seen this coming you've thought it about your own life I should have seen this coming but you should have seen it's coming and if you've not said it directly to the person you've said it to a friend they should have seen this coming. We've all been there, haven't we? Watching a train wreck in somebody's life. Train wreck probably happening in slow motion. And you don't want it to happen, but you feel helpless. And it did. Here's a few things we know about wisdom. I said I went to Stocksbridge a couple of weeks ago, so I know that they know this about wisdom. And I I believe when I turn up in Rotherham in a few weeks, I know I'll find that they know this about wisdom. Age is no guarantee of wisdom. There's a a few people laughing here in the room. Age is no, old people can do daft things. (laughs) Isn't it true? Uh, unwise things too education is no guarantee of wisdom there are some super smart people with degrees coming out you know of their ears but they still can do crazy things unwise things religion even being a Christian a follower of Jesus is no guarantee of wisdom you know how I know this don't you well, I'm a Christian. <laughs> and, and you also know how I know this, but because I've seen over the years so many followers of Jesus, but we, like, we can lack wisdom in our lives. There's no guarantee. But the good news this morning is that we're invited 
and encouraged to search for wisdom. By the way, I forgot to do something. At the beginning of my message, there was a QR code on the screen. I don't know if we can throw it up again. But if you're a version user and you go to that QR code, my notes are there, some of my notes are there. You can follow along. If you log in, you can save it. You can add your notes to it. We're doing that for many of our messages now. Sorry, I forgot to say it right at the beginning. But we are invited, this is the good news, and not just invited, encouraged today to search for wisdom. You know, uh, the book of Proverbs, Solomon, says that wisdom is the principal thing, the most important thing. And in these verses, he says, you know, you, you need to search for it. You need to turn your heart towards it. You need to call out for it. You need to cry aloud for it. You need to look for wisdom as if you are looking for treasure. You need to have that passion for wisdom. Something else I know about wisdom is time doesn't make us wise. When we're in a situation sometimes, you know, and we just let things happen, time going past doesn't make us wise. In one of his books, I, I forget which one it was, but Pete Scazzaro, who's wrote a lot of books on emotional health, he's a pastor from New York, he quotes a guy he spoke to, and the guy said this, I was a Christian for 22 years, but instead of being a 22-year-old Christian, I was a one-year-old Christian 22 times. I just kept doing the same things over and over again. You know, I believe the last few years have created a huge vacuum in our world. A huge vacuum. And loads of things have rushed into that vacuum. New ideas, um, new attitudes, maybe new practices, maybe choices that we're making, decisions that we're making. I'm going to live differently now. I'm going to live this way now. But not all of those new choices, new beliefs, new attitudes, new thoughts are good choices or wise choices for us. And that's why I believe we need to search for wisdom. Solomon, well, the Holy Spirit through Solomon 3,000 years ago says, search for wisdom. It's the most important thing in our lives. So what is wisdom? What is wisdom and being wise? Wisdom is knowledge but applied knowledge skillfully. Knowledge that is applied skillfully to our lives. Wisdom is being prayerful, considerate, and careful when it comes to decision-making. Not just being considerate and careful, but being prayerful, considerate, and careful. Wisdom is the path we walk. Knowing the direction of the path we're walking is God's way and God's wisdom, and will create for us a life of flourishing, which is God's will. I don't know about you, but I think in these times, as I've mentioned earlier, we need wisdom around finances, and wisdom skillfully applied is God's will and God's word applied in that area. We need wisdom in terms of parenting and leading our children in a rapidly changing world. We, we need w- wisdom if we're thinking of retirement. I've spoken to a few people recently thinking about my, when they might retire and different things. But we need wisdom even about retirement. We need wisdom when it comes to our education. Where should I study? You know, my prayer today is we won't just plow ahead in any of these areas and just 
decide, you know, I'm doing this, God come with me, but we'll seek God's wisdom, even when it comes to our education, maybe the university that we will attend or what we will do next in our life, in our season. I believe we need God's wisdom. And the good news is it's available and we can search for it. So when we think about the book of Proverbs, let me just say the first nine chapters, chapters one to nine are like the introduction. It's a long introduction, but it's a long introduction that is saying to us, whatever you do, look for God's wisdom search for God's wisdom. Solomon, the writer, inspired by the Holy Spirit, takes a long time to create these scenarios and this journey and this path about what wisdom is. And he's encouraging us all the way through to search for it. And then chapters 10 to the end, 10 to 31, are Proverbs. And the Proverbs are principles that have been tested over time. Principles that now we know over three and a half thousand years stand the test of time in all kinds of situations, all kinds of seasons, and they help us navigate life well. You know, we're not the first generation to experience war in Europe. We're not the first generation to experience a pandemic. We're not the first generation to experience like rapidly rising prices. You know, where a litre of petrol costs you about £7.50. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it feels like that, doesn't it? But Proverbs are principles that help us live our lives following the right path and a path that leads to life. And I am so glad and so confident today. I can't tell you how confident I am that God's wisdom will bring us through. I am absolutely certain, I have no qualms, there's no thread of doubt in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, that God's wisdom is what we need. And if our, if our nation and the nations of the world could get God's wisdom, then our world would flourish far more than it is in this moment. So in this introduction, in these first nine chapters, the writer, which I've said many times already, which ultimately the Holy Spirit creates a sense of urgency, creates a sense of importance, a sense of priority to search and find wisdom. Here's an example, Proverbs 4 and verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is this, get it, <laughs> get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Though it costs you everything. I mean, there's a lot of things you could spend everything on, isn't there? Uh, Jeannie and I booked a holiday for next year uh, y yesterday. You know, it feels like I spent all I've got on that holiday, <laughs> which isn't true. But there's a lot of things you could spend everything on. And the writer of the Proverbs says, if you're going to spend everything, spend it on finding wisdom. Because we don't get wise just by drifting. We don't get wise automatically. We don't get wise just by consensus. This is what everybody's doing. We get wise by seeking God's wisdom. You know, so today my encouragement is for us that we will search. I wonder where do you need wisdom today? Sheffield, you guys, where do you need wisdom? Maybe it's in one of those areas. What about over in Rotherham, in Stocksbridge today? Where do you need wisdom? Our Derby campus, I know you're not meeting together, but you're connecting together online. Where do you need wisdom today? 
we love you guys and we, we want God's best for every person's life within Icon Church. Where do you need wisdom? Well, here's my question. Are you searching? Are you searching? And my prayer is that we'll start searching today. A few years ago, I lost a, a passport. Um, it's not a great thing to lose a passport. Anybody else lost a passport? Put it in the chat if you're online or if you're in one of our campuses, raise your hand. Uh, I lost a passport. So they, I renewed it, got a new passport. No drama, thank you. I lost a second passport. <laughs> I don't really lose things. I'm not a loser of things. I'm not careless, you know, with things. I've got a, you know, there's a, there's a place for everything and everything has its place is my motto. But I lost a second pa- passport. I knew that was like drama. I searched everywhere. I'm on my hands and knees. I'm under the bed. I've got the black bin tipped over. I'm in the bin, head in the bin. I'm looking for my passport. And I have this memory. I have this memory in my mind that I threw some things away and I saw a purple thing fly into the bin about two weeks before. And I, rem- I think, oh, that was my passport. I write to the passport office and say, I'm really sorry, I've lost a second passport. They write back to me. They issue me with a one-year passport. (laughs) One-year passport. And the letter in the one-year passport says this. It seems that other people are are more careful with your passport than you are and value value the ownership of your passport more than you you do. If you lose this passport, we will never, never issue you with another passport. I've still got it today, (laughs) let me tell you. But my point is, I have never searched for anything like I searched for that passport. And this is God's play when it comes to wisdom. Search for it like you're searching for treasure, like you're searching for silver. And why does God say that? Because it's a matter of life and death. Because without wisdom, we suffer needlessly. We make daft decisions, bad decisions. And God doesn't want us to suffer. Do you know that? Needlessly. He wants us to have life and to flourish in life. There are some things that are going to hit us and affect our lives. But he wants his wisdom to help us navigate every season in the best way. There are 63,000 Google searches every second. Translating to 5.6 billion searches per day. We are good at searching for knowledge, but we need to get good at searching for wisdom. Wouldn't you agree? I know you're agreeing with me in Rotherham. I know you're agreeing with me today in Sheffield. I know you are. I can hear you in Sheffield. You're not far away. I can hear you agreeing today. Our greatest need today is not more knowledge. It's more wisdom. So I want to share, as I finish this message, I want to share with you three things about wisdom. Is that okay? Number one, wisdom is a path. Wisdom is a path. It's what the writer of Proverbs teaches us. It teaches us that direction, the path you're on, trumps intention. That the direction, the path you're walking, will determine whether... You have wisdom and will determine your ultimate destination. Some years ago, Jeannie used to work 
for Sainsbury's. There are other good supermarkets uh, around. This is not an advertisement. She used to work for Sainsbury's and she was a trainer. And when Sainsbury's used to open a new store, so her main job was really training people and looking after people in the Chesterfield area. But when they opened a new store, she would have to travel sometimes for two or three weeks and train the new staff as the store would open. I remember her doing... Uh, Scunthorpe, I remember her doing Dewsbury, and I remember her doing Lincoln, maybe she's done some others as well, but I re- she used to ask me on a Monday morning, Jeannie would always ask me, Paul, I'm training in Dewsbury, do I get on the M1 North, or do I get on the M1 South? <laughs> Anybody else challenged with directions like that? M1 North, or M1 South? I won't ask for a show of hands, who knows, it's w- whichever... But I used to think, the cheeky, the cheekiness in me used to think, I'm going to say to her, M1 South. I know, I know. I'm going to say, go South. But I never did. I said North, obviously, because that was the M1 North. But if Jeannie had got on the South, although her intention was to get to Dewsbury, she'd have ended up in London. And that's like many of our lives. We've got an intention to flourish and to go in one direction, but the path we're on is leading us in another direction. Proverbs chapter 1, again in that long introduction, the writer of Proverbs chapter 1 verses 20 to 21 says this, Out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On top of the wall, she cries out at the city gate. She makes her speech. The good news for all of us today is the path of wisdom. Whatever area we need wisdom in, it exists. And wisdom is crying out for our attention. I don't know what you're worried about today. Maybe you're worried about your kids. Maybe you're worried about your education. Maybe you're worried about your relationships or your future. Well, the good news is that wisdom exists and wisdom is not silent. At the city gates, this verse says that the wisdom, she is calling out at the city gates before you enter the city, before you enter that next stage of life. Wisdom is saying, walk on this path. Go this way. Go here. And that's the picture in these verses. And we've never traveled maybe some of the ways we're traveling today. And there's no map, there's no smartphone with Google Maps or the Waze or whatever navigation system you've used. And we're all in this place where we can figure it out for ourselves or we can ask for guidance. We can ask for guidance. What are you going to do? What is the wise thing to do? Wisdom exists and she is not, it, not silent. She's calling out because the path you're on and not your intention will determine your destination. You know, sometimes we say, God, here's what I want to do. Here's the path I want to take. Will you come with me? And God says, yeah, of course. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Oh, thank you, God. I want, I want to go this way in my life. I want to do this way in my life. I want to be in this relationship. Or I want to do, have this um, uh, destiny in my life. Will you come with me? And God says, yes. But we mistake presence for guidance. Because says, God says, yes, I'll be with you. Whatever you do, whatever you choose. I'm not going to leave you. I love you. 
I'm your father. I'll go with you whatever you choose. But if you let me, I'll say to you, get off this path and get on that path. Because this path could lead you to some form of destruction. There is a way, the Bible says, that seems right to a man, but the end is destruction. This path will lead you, and I'll still be with you. And I'll rescue you, and I'll still love you, and I'll still care for you. I'll still be with you, but don't mistake presence for guidance. If you ask me for wisdom, I might say to you, get off quick that path and start walking in this direction. We mistake God's presence for his guidance. I'll never leave you. I love that, don't you? Wisdom is a path. It's not one decision It's not a one-time prayer. It's a path we follow as God leads us. And God invites us today to ask and search for his wisdom, to ask for his guidance. And my prayer for all of us, Icon Church in all our campuses today, my prayer for all of us, I'm speaking pastorally to you guys in Sheffield, Stocksbridge, to you guys in Rotherham, to our Derby people who are online today, to here in Chesterfield. I'm speaking pastorally to all of us. Let's not just plow ahead and say, God, will you come with me? Let's pause and ask for guidance. Wisdom is a path. The second thing is that wisdom is God's will. It's God's will. And the purpose of wisdom is that you and I would flourish, would prosper. And when we search for it, what we're searching for is God's will in our lives. God will go with us, as I've just illustrated, whatever we choose. But the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul says this in chapter 5, verses 15 to 7. It says, be careful then how you live. Paul doesn't say, just plow ahead and God will be with you. He says, be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. The days are evil. Paul says, I said earlier, there's this vacuum and some things that have rushed into this vacuum, some things that may have rushed into our heart might not be good for us. They won't lead to flourishing. Perhaps earlier you might have said, well, I need wisdom for my family. I need wisdom for my finances. I need wisdom for parenting my kids, my marriage, where I should live, where I should study, my education, my next steps in life. The wisdom you need is God's will. And so God today is speaking to each and every one of us to be careful, cautious, prayerful, not scared, but careful, cautious, prayerful, and say, lead me in your paths, oh God, today. You know, God will help us make the choices that will form our future. If God's will is what we need in our family today, God wants us to follow his path. If it's for parenting, he wants us to follow his path. If it's for marriage, he wants us to follow his path. If it's about relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, how I relate to people uh, in life, it's his path. Where should I live? I think it's his path. I mean, God's not going to pick the street and the door number, but where we should live and how we outwork our life, I think God has a path for us. We're in Chesterfield because we followed God's guidance in our lives. Where should I study? I think God has a path. 
What about my finances? How do I build wealth in the future? What, how do I get through a crisis maybe in my finances? God has a path for us. But how do I build wealth for the future? Because God's not against that. Well, I believe God has a path. You know, there are alternative sources to wisdom uh, than God's will. There's my wisdom. There's the wisdom of this world, what everybody is doing, how everybody is living. But the Apostle Paul, in those verses I've just read, says, understand, then you will understand what the will of the Lord is. And the Bible says that over and over. We read in Proverbs 2 and verse 6 that the Lord gives wisdom. Look, look at that verse and what the following verses say. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He's a shield to those whose way of life is blameless. He guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithfulness. He holds success in store for those who seek his guidance. He's a shield. Some of you have felt that over these last two years, haven't you? He's kept us. He's guarded us. He's protected us. Are you searching for wisdom? And here's how you know if you're searching for wisdom. You're asking this question in this situation, what is God's will? What is it you would have me to do, God? And my final point, the band are going to come back right now, is this. I just want to mention this morning as we turn our hearts to search for wisdom, there are three main sources of wisdom for you and I as followers of Jesus. I've mentioned the first already. The first is prayer. That in prayer, I open myself to God's wisdom. I open myself to the Holy Spirit. I don't just plow ahead and I don't misinterpret presence for guidance. Don't do that. Oh, I feel God's presence. I feel how God loves me and he's happy. Don't misinterpret presence for guidance, but in prayer, say your kingdom come, your will be done. Pause, slow down, guide me in your ways, lead me in your paths, oh God. Psalmist said this in Psalm 25 and verse 4 Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. When was the last time you, you, you slowed down? I don't know about you, but I, I'm like a prayer on the move. You know, I like to live at 100 miles an hour and pray as I go. Anybody else with me? Pray as I go. But when was the last time you slowed down and you just said, Jesus, show me your ways? Teach me your paths. In prayer, we ask, we reflect, we humble ourselves. We dethrone ourselves. We dethrone our ideas. We dethrone our culture. And we enthrone Jesus. And we say, your way, not mine. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Are you searching for God's wisdom? You know you are if you're asking that question. Lord, teach me your ways. Wherever you are right now, I believe this applies to every single one of us. Teach me your way. Any of those things I've mentioned this morning, Lord teaches your ways. The second is scripture, the Bible. I said a few weeks ago when I talked about the future of the Bible, our, 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 our Bible can be weird at times, <laughs> reading the Bible. But you know, there's Jesus, Paul, Book of Proverbs, 
the rest of the scripture there is so much wisdom so much discernment the psalmist said it like this psalm 119 in verse 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light on my path i mentioned earlier 31 chapters of proverbs a day read a proverb every day read a proverb every day and say lord light up my path today I know you're with me. You know, you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. I know you're with me. I can feel you in church as we worship. I can feel your presence when I pray. I can feel your presence when I turn on the worship music in my car. I know you're with me, but don't just be with me. Guide me. Some people say, you know... Um, like I've been praying and asking God for his will and now I'm going to do this but it's completely not what the Bible teaches you know I think we need God's word don't we here's a thought every time Jesus was challenged about what he did he responded with God's word every time he was challenged about the path he was taking about the things he was saying and doing he responded with God's word every time he was tempted to go away other than God's way it was God's word that guided him so prayer slow down teach me your ways scripture let's read some of that wisdom make sure there's some of that wisdom in our hearts and then the last thing is wise people godly people the wise Proverbs 13 and verse 20 says this walk with the wise and become wise but a companion of fools suffers our harm I love what Jesus said about this he, 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 he rewrites this proverb by saying the blind lead the blind and they all fall into a ditch like lemons you remember that the blind lead the blind I love Jesus the way he puts this proverb I'm not just talking about phone a friend because your friend might not be wise <laughs> but I'm talking about walking with the wise with godly people we've said already haven't we age is no guarantee of wisdom shared experience just because somebody's been through what you're going through they may not have become wise as a result there's no guarantee of wisdom but there are people who have navigated life, the challenges of life, the seasons of life, and they've come through knowing God's blessing. Some people have come through hell, but they've known the favor and blessing of God on their lives. Walk with the wise. So today are you searching for God's wisdom? One, of, one place that all three of those is found is in God's house. Prayer, Scripture, We get the opportunity, don't we, every day, like this morning, just to sit under God's Word. Over there in Stocksbridge, in Rotherham, in Sheffield, you know, we just sat under God's Word. Everybody connecting online today, we just sat under God's Word. And we can sense His presence. But we can also sense, I pray this morning, His guidance. Let's be a people who search for His wisdom. It is my prayer that we'll not rush into the future. But we will be a people who search intently and urgently for God's wisdom. And his promise 
as that he holds success in store for the upright. His promise is that he will be a shield and a protector and he will bring us through. Somebody needs to grab that today as his promise for your life. For he guards the course of the just and he protects the way of his faithful. Come on, let's stand and let's pray together. And we're just going to pray a simple prayer this morning. And our prayer is going to be this. Lord, I'm not just relying on your presence. I thank you for your presence. I thank you you love me. I thank you you promised never to leave me. But I'm asking you today for your guidance. I'm asking you today for your wisdom. This message is all about you and I deciding today to search just like I searched for that passport, to search like you'd search for gold or lost treasure, to search in this season for God's wisdom. So come on, just pray. I mean, if you're comfortable, Stocksbridge, Rotherham, Sheffield, Chesterfield, just lay your hands out. We're all going through something. There's something happening in all our worlds. We've all got decisions to make. Lord, we first of all today, thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence you will never leave us never you will never forsake us you're always with us and we want to thank you for your presence today we know we don't need to pray for it we don't need to ask you for it today you will be with us but we do need to search for your wisdom and so my prayer today is that as a people as a church, as individuals, in our families, in any area of our life that might be concerning us right now, we will search intently, urgently, and passionately for your wisdom. And everyone in Icon Church, everyone watching online said, Amen. Let's just worship together, church. Thank you. Come on, church, that's